I'm trying to blow up Gotham with a nuclear warhead bomb here. And I know the best way to throw off Batman is to bang him out in his house. Well, she's still like a red blooded, blood blooded female. And she just, you know, she, hey, she wanted to get some from the billionaire. Why not? You know, go ahead. Go ahead. Do get, get both two, two birds with one stone, right? Go ahead, girl. You do your thing. I do think it's funny when like he drops the Batman voice for a second. He's like, Miranda. Here comes trouble. It's me, it's me, is that enter the TCG rolling once again with that BT double baby big trouble of ambition taking up the whole screen. And you got myself naked and good, and we are the Meat Pop Express. And boy, do we have yet another jam packed episode for you this week. And you know what, Ben? I was watching a little WWE programming and I saw our big, hairy, sexy Scottishman. Drew McIntyre had a little bit of a heel turn. And guess, you know what? We haven't had many like awesome heel turns, you know, come up, come on the up and up lately. Where like you saw them coming from, you know, far away. But like when it really hits, it really sinks in, man. And it got us all jacked up as per usual. And it, it gave us some inspiration. So, Ben, could you please tell us what we're getting in, into today? Today, we all love, remember, there is no good... That good guy, if you don't have a good villain, as you can see on my shirt rocking the bat, Batman and Joker, probably one of the greatest heels of all time. So today, as we usually do, you know, we are a pro wrestling podcast, but also we love the pop culture. So we're going to add that and we're doing the best heel turns in wrestling and pop culture. Brother, mega powers. Mega powers, yeah. brother. Yeah. So we are going to go through some of the best heel turns that we remember, our favorites. Um, and Nick, you want to tell them the categories? Yeah, so here are the categories. So we're going to run it down. So we got best pro wrestling heel turn. Now that could be the best that's ever occurred, which, you know, there's some pretty obvious ones, but also might be a little bit, what's your favorite heel turn of all time? We all have the worst pro wrestling heel turns. Like, did it not just work out? Did it fall flat? Were you like, come on, dude, this makes no sense whatsoever. Then we're going to go with heel turns in a movie. Okay, then a heel turn in a te television series, as Vince Russo would say, it's a television show, bro. So heel turn in a television series, and then in all of society, okay? Yeah, we're talking the world. We're talking global here, brother, okay? So we're not going to keep it locally. We're going to make it globally, like in Biodome. But Ben, before we kick it off, before we kick it off, could you just explain, just explain a little bit, what is a heel turn to people who may not know what the hell is going on right now? So I, I feel like if you've been living under a rock for the past 30 years, if you don't know what the term heel means, but to explain it to you, heel is a bad guy. Uh, someone who does dastardly things. Um, it can be real life. It can be fantasy. It can be professional wrestling, which is a mixture of both. So, uh, but a very good heel turn, in my opinion, is one you don't see coming. Okay, you just you don't you don't know. You, your mind's going one way, but reality's taking you another way. That what make, makes the best heel turns. That surprise, especially in professional wrestling, when you don't see it coming. That makes an excellent, excellent heel turn. Kind of like this podcast, man. You know, we were cruising on wrestling, and all of a sudden, boom! I get laid off, and here we go. Heel turn. Now with the heels. I'm rolling with the. I'm rolling with the Meat Pop Express. I'm the heels. I can say whatever I want because you know what, heels can do no wrong. But let's kick it off as per usual. Mm -hmm. I give the hot tag to Ben because we want some big boots. We want to start with some big action from the big man because no one is paying a ticket to see the little guy. 
Right, Ben? Yeah, that's kind of true. So we're going to kick it off with what is the elephants, not the acrobats. What is the best pro wrestling heel turn to you? So to me, the best pro wrestling heel turn, and there's some obvious ones that a lot of people pick, and I understand maybe one of the greatest. It might be Nick's choice. I'm not going to say it. One of the greatest heel turns. But to me, the best heel turn, especially more modern, is when Seth Rollins turned on the shield. I got to go with that one. We all thought, I think leading up to it, and I don't know, the, I forget the full details, but I think we were leaning towards it was going to be Dean Ambrose. He was the one that was turning. There was contention between Roman, between Ambrose. Rollins, you thought was, you know, he was called himself the architect and he was the one that put it all together and he was acting like the captain, you know, giving the rah-rah speeches. Hey, we got to stay, we got to stay together. And then just one fateful night, you saw him with the chair. Triple H comes out, smacks Roman over that giant Samoan back. You never forget that look Ambrose had. Like, what the what the hell? Yep, exactly. Yeah, just perfect. No one saw it coming. To me, that is my favorite heel turnable. Because there's always a plan B. There's always a plan B. And you know what? Like, Rollins was the guy that kind of like everyone would always talk about. Roman's the guy, which he is now. Mm -hmm. But, oh, Gene is the talker. He's the real. He's the enigma. He's the weirdo. Right? He's really interesting. And Rollins was always getting a little bit of the back burner with the shield. If That's kind of the vibe I got. Mm -hmm. So I thought it made sense that he's the one that actually did it. But, man, holy shit. I was uh, taken aback by it because the shield was just, that was a faction you didn't want to see break up. And also, you know they had some more running. Oh, they did. You know they could have just kept going with the shield for at least another year and no one would have said boom. Well, you know what, though? It's sometimes it's better that way that they break up at a high, right? So we don't remember any bad. And you can always say, like, oh, they could have they could have been more. They could have been more. At least we're saying that in, instead of, oh, they're still around or, you know, that, something like that. So, no, I, I think I think yep. the perfect time made it happen. And uh, obviously all three guys now are at the top of their game. Yep. So tag, I'm in right now. So for me, I'm going to kick it back a little bit. You know that Nikki the Good, I love my nostalgia. And when little Nikki the Good was watching that Boiler Room match and that little fucking fat bastard, you know, Paul Bearer, man, you know, I'm pretty sure that I'm, I, I got the right match here. But like Paul Bearer turning on The Undertaker, Undertaker gets in the ring. He does the thing. He's like this. He's like, and then he's like, give it to me. Give it to me. And Paul's like, no, oh, no, no. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see what I'm doing. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> and I just remember being a little kid being like, give him the fucking urn. Give him the urn. It's over. It's over. Just give him the fucking urn. And he didn't give it to him. Next thing you know, mankind, that disheveled bastard, comes up from behind and he freaking takes him. And Paul Bearer links up with mankind after all the history they had. I was devastated as a kid because I was a taker kid. I was a creature of the night and I was fucking pissed off, man. And that's why I don't usually get lippy. I don't usually drop as many F-bombs on this show. But I got really, I just remember being so angry. Now, listen, we know you called it out before. We know Hogan's heel turn is probably the greatest of all time. All those things. But when you're talking about something that I did not see coming as a kid, I didn't see that coming, man. He got out of the boiler room. They crawled. They're in the middle of the ring. All you got to do is hand him the urn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you didn't. Yeah. And you didn't. You smashed him over the head and mankind. Oh, I was devastated as a kid. And to me, it was just the shock factor and just the absolute letdown as a youngster. It sucked for me, man. Paul Bear turning on The Undertaker, breaking up one of the the, one of the best, like, you know, one-two punches, you know, manager and, and you know, talent, you know, match made in heaven history, right? So that's mine. Yeah, no, I I mean, also, I think that you were so invested just because of the story behind The Undertaker and the story with Paul Bearer, uh, which made Paul Bearer eventually just to be the perfect villain. 
to, to yeah man take somebody Ooh. had to somehow the undertaker had to lose right and he's obviously like right dead man and undertaker's an undertaker's record against mankind is like one hundred thousand and like maybe one exactly. like i don't so he needed, like he needed to he needed to lose to complete that hero's journey that's what you know we'll bring up on yeah. the on the pocket when it comes to heel turn you know what we're seeing right now with the guy like with cody he's got the perfect heel he's got roman down the road right yep yep overcoming it you need someone to dance with. And speaking of a dance, you're going to kick it back to me here because you know the way we do things. We do a little bit of snake action where we go back and forth. So I'm going to kick it back to me. The worst pro wrestling heel turn of all time. And this one I just thought sucked. I mean, it's not even a good heel turn. It's no one's going to remember it. But I just thought it was the absolute worst execution of a heel turn ever because there was no actual follow through with it. And I'm going with Mojo Riley turning to the guy that turns into the guy that looks into the mirror and just says, figure it out. And all of a sudden he had lightning bolts on his face. And he's just uh, staring into a mirror, screaming. To me, that was one of the worst heel turns, the worst, like just the absolute waste of time for anyone's brain. If you had a functioning brain, you had brain waves going to your head, and you watched any of that, that's the worst heel turn ever. Mm -hmm. And there are some terrible ones out there. Like, and I'm not even gonna the fact that that was an actual storyline, and then we didn't get any payoff. It, we, we literally just got vignettes of him staring into the camera with blue vain lightning bolts coming down his face i think that's the worst execution of any type of heel turn ever 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 attempted ever you know honestly nick and I, I it's hard for me to put it at worst because when i think worst heel turn i think of like what had a lot of impact and not a good way unfortunately that just didn't have an impact either either way it's not i forgot about it i, I didn't it. even think i didn't even know what you're talking about for a second like, yeah oh, man it's man. okay because that, that's how fucking bad it was that's oh, how bad. that's how that's how bad it was yeah. it's so not memorable but i remember it because it was just so bad oh god yeah that's not that's a that can be up there that is definitely up there um all right going back to me i'm going with one that had a little more impact but it was such a bad idea it was such a bad bad idea and we know the big one here. I'm not going with this one when Austin went with Mr. McMahon at wrestling. Okay. Not all that right. one, though. What even got me more mad is when Austin turned on Team WWF. At oh, yeah. I was just like, uh, why? And then, then Angle was part of it, too. So I'm going to add those two together. Austin and Angle turning on Team WWF to go to go to Team uh, in, to team Alliance and the Invasion Angle. I'm just like, so now it's just WWF guys versus WWF guys. And me as a kid, I didn't know all the contract BS. I didn't get into all that. So I was I was like, oh man, when is when's Goldberg showing up? When's Hogan? When's Nash? When are these? When's when are we gonna see these guys? You know, the two top guys in the WCW team were Booker T and DDP, which they're great in their own right. But we you know we weren't getting Flair, we weren't getting uh Nash, Hogan, Goldberg yet. We didn't get Sting. It's like that's the guys I wanted to see. And I wish they could have at least if that wasn't going to happen, at least built up guys to be on team WCW, not just like, Hey, here's our, here's our guys versus basically our guys. And Austin's just a guy you just can't do it with. It just oh, doesn't exactly. work. And granted, and you know what the, the thing is like you made him a heel. And the best part he was as a heel is when he did the comedy stuff with Kurt Angle, yeah. because you just can't make him into someone that people hate. It's impossible. It is absolutely impossible for you to hate Stone Cold Steve Austin on TV. I don't give a shit if he's really playing the character hard. You just can't do it. No. He literally saved, like, he literally like took WWF and made it into the Attitude Era. He was the fixture head. He was a perfect character. Everyone related to him. It just didn't work. 
Um, and, and, and in that same vein, like you could look at like, what I mean, we talked about best ones, like obviously like if you want to go down the list before we move into the pop culture section, but like, you know, the rock turning, becoming the corporate champion, obviously that's going to be one of the top of the list. Um, I mean, the, you know, Hogan, there's so many great heel turns that occur. Stephanie yep. turning on her own father, uh, you know, well, her father turning on her and it was me all oh yeah yeah we, we threw her on a cross and tried to sacrifice her to the in an unholy uh union uh with the undertaker as we crucified her, her on national history. television yep that was great um but listen i love a good heel turn oh and obviously we didn't mention you know that the obvious one is Shawn michaels turning oh, right. on marty yeah. Jannetty. we're not a bunch of idiots here that we didn't mention it we're just trying to make the damn show interesting it's not interesting if we just do the obvious ones you dumb marks so if you are in the comment section you pop off just let you know i know that you were popping off for no reason and if you say something it's because you didn't get to this point in the episode in which is disrespectful um Let's keep it going. We're going to go with heel turns in a movie. In a movie. And we're going to go to you, Ben. You're a tag. You're in. Big All right. Here we go. So the first one that came to mind, and this might be a bit a bit childish, but the very first one that came to mind, I'm sure Nick's seen this movie. I'm a big fan of this franchise. And probably my favorite franchise, one of my favorite franchises of all time. I would give it top five, regardless. This heel turn, I did not see coming. I did not see coming. Lotso in Toy Story 3, turning on Woody and Buzz. I had no idea. And I should have because it was the exact same storyline as season three of The Walking Dead with the governor. And I didn't realize that for a while. But this one, I I didn't see it coming. I didn't see Lotso being the bad guy in that movie. I, I you know... You got to have villains, even if it's in like a anim, anim, anime, anime. Right? you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and maybe, maybe they just like, you know, they're making you feel like a kid because of the, sh the, the show you're watching. So you're like, they're not going to become that dastardly. They're not going to really turn on the two fixtures of the franchise mm -hmm. here, yep. but it happens. And guess what? I was impactful and old big trouble, six foot 12, 15% of a metric ton, probably sitting there yep. in an uncomfortable seat in the movie theater being like, the hell, man? It's Woody. It's Buzz. What are you doing? I was pissed. I, I went to the theater with a bunch of my friends. I remember I was in college at the time, and they all went to see Get Him to the Greek, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to see oh, Story good. 3. That's and I was movie. alone That's in that theater movie. just like, what? I got out of my seat when he turned on that fuzzy pink bear. Could you imagine going to see that movie as a kid and there's a legitimate seven-footer in there just yes, freaking the out? tub of popcorn, just swapping it in my face, edge of my seat. What the hell is going on? Come on. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Pissed. pissed my cowboy hat on. All right. So we're going to kick it back to me here. Um, I'm going with he'll turn in a movie. I... Didn't see this coming either because, and I'm going to lay out why. I'm going with Miranda from The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, no. Have you seen it? Yes. You saw it, right? Yes. So uh, at the end of the movie, when Batman is taking it to Bane and he's starting to kick his ass, you know, she comes and she like gives him a little, she stabs him in his side and she's like, I'm the daughter of Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul yeah. Now listen. I think it's great because, first of all, I didn't see it coming. But also, she's so fucking ruthless. She was banging him in his house, mm -hmm. like, not even, like, five scenes prior to that. Yeah. So 
she's like, I'm not just going to be Raz Al Ghul's daughter here. I'm not going to just make you think that I was Bane or, or that I was or wasn't Bane. And I'm not going to tell you that I was the child that jumped out of the big hole in the ground. But I'm going to bang you out in your mansion when you got no money. And then I'm going to use that, you know, in order to get one up and to throw you off completely. I'm trying to blow up Gotham with a nuclear warhead bomb here. And I know the best way to throw off Batman is to bang him out in his house. Tom Hardy did a few times with Bane. It was like a totally different accent. What's your best Bane? Let me hear your best Bane. Um, oh, God, I haven't done. I, I was Bane one Halloween. I had the mask on. What was the best line he said? Oh, this is going to be very painful for you. <laughs> I'll I'll do because I got a good bang because I'm I'm a pretty sure. good impressionist. Because the theatricality and deception that the darkness was your ally. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I know. I'm really good at impressions. I'm extremely talented in many different facets of life. But impressions is something that I can do. He goes, "You were mo." Uh, wait, what is he? What, what is yeah, it? It's like, it's like, by, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were born in the what? Uh, you were molded by the dark. Yeah. I was born in it, or is it the reverse? <laughs> I totally forget. But the last the last line of that, when he says it, it's like a Spanish accent. It, 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 it just comes up with like a spit. Like it just, it's totally different. It's like they had to redo the line. Like it just, yeah. the room, just like this. Like it's like, hey, shit, you just see me say it. I like when he's in the plane. He's like, oh, the fire rises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, it, he, he was great as it, but he definitely lost the accent a few times. They're expecting to find one of us, brother. When he thinks he's like, yeah, he's he like, like, you know, he's like, he is like Scottish, and then he's English, and then he's yeah. Spanish, and then he's, yeah, yeah. He had a nobody, nobody cared about me till I put on the mask. Yeah. Um, wow. All right. <laughs> okay, so I got Miranda, the chick banging out Bruce Wayne okay. um, in Dark Knight Rises. Caught me off guard in the movie, kind of did, because there's so much shit going on in that movie towards the end of it. Like, you know, you didn't that by the way, that movie got spoiled spoiled for me on Facebook. Dark Knight so Rises. Yeah, someone someone just posted on Facebook. I I know who the kid is. I'm not gonna call him out. Oh, he basically just put on Facebook. He was like, he's like, Yeah, Batman dies, but he kind of doesn't die. And he by flying a nuclear warhead over Gotham and it explodes, but it's that's about it. And I just remember just being like so I just wanted to go to his fucking house and just like throw him in the sharpshooter and just like it never should. let it go. It still should. Um the next category we're going to have for best heel turns is best heel turns in a TV series. And I think we're kicking it to me. Yes. Right. So I'm going with him. This one I just cannot ignore. It's a big one. It is um, some it, to me, it's the greatest heel turn I've just like ever seen over the course of legitimately. It was like eight seasons long, but it's it's Walter White turning into Heisenberg on on, on Breaking Bad. To me, that entire thing. Like it was a heel turn that happened so gradually and so perfect. And he was able to go from Walter to Heisenberg at the drop of a dime. But it was the level of viciousness that you actually stopped sympathizing with this guy at some point because he was such a terrible human being. And to me, it's like, Typically, you start rooting for the anti-hero a little bit, right? You find it hard to kind of let go of like, oh, you know, like Tony Soprano, right? Like Tony is a ruthless killer. 
but he's a family man. And it was difficult for the audience to look at him and be like, I don't care about Tony. I don't care if he gets whacked. Right. Mm -hmm. Not with Walter. I was like, this dude has got to die, man. This dude is bad news. What he did to Jesse, you know, just murdering people. Didn't show up to his kid's birth. Right. Like just a bad dude. Let the chick die in front of him. Like, you know, just choking on her own vomit. Like, and shout out Brian Cranston. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the greatest performances of all times. But heel turn, that entire series is just literally one big ass heel turn. And I think it's the greatest of all time in TV history. So I'm here nodding like an idiot. I've never watched Breaking Bad. I, I don't know. I don't know anything you just said. Did you hey, man, I'm happy you were that passionate about it. Did you intend on watching it ever? I watched like. The first like five episodes of the first. You got to get through season. Everyone one says that. Everyone says the same. Oh man, got to get through season one, brother. All right. Well, I got a confession that I never saw Toy Story three. Oh, see, uh, that this is this is the chemistry you want. I never saw Toy Story three. We're not even watching these movies that we're talking about. It's okay though. It's okay. I always thought was honest. Nick wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. That was my heel turn. I was healing it up for Woody and uh, and Buzz and the other guy. I don't even know. Was, I, I, don't, I don't remember what his fucking name is, to be honest. If you oh, quiz me right now, couldn't remember it. I have to go back and listen to the tape. You got a reason for um, kids. I'm just a big weirdo in the movie theater. Watch. Okay, here we go. TV series Breaking Bad. All right. Um, for me, I'm going to kick it back to Ben. Ben, if I don't know what you're talking about, I'm just going to raise my hand. So you might not. It's a little niche, but fans of this show... Well, wrestling fans should know this show because the this is where we got the Miz from. So we got the Miz from the cha- oh. real world, the challenge, the challenge. I remember this distinctly on top of the mountain. The challenge rivals three. I know it. Johnny Bananas takes the money and runs, and that from, from Paula, right? This weird from Paula from Sarah. This is from Paula from Sarah. Okay, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. So this was a weird because he kind of already was a heel. But it's like him and Sarah were rivals in prior season. I didn't watch every challenge religiously. I just remember this one because obviously Johnny Bananas is electric in his in his role as a heel on these shows. You know, he kind of I feel like he took over almost like for the Miz, like what a Miz was. I mean, he um, is the great. He's the greatest challenge. Oh, yeah. competitor ever. Absolutely, he play he plays the game, walks the walk, talks the talk. But you you kind of almost thought like, hey, finally they're gonna bury the hatchet. You know, there's no way Bananas can is going to say, I'm taking the money. And he did. And he just, you thought there was a glimmer of hope. You're like, he's going to see the light. He's going to be the good guy. No, Johnny Bananas goes back to the dark side and just says, I, if I didn't do it, if I, if I, if I didn't say, it, I thought you might've said it. So, you know what? I think he made, I think he made the right choice and we're seeing it through, you know, we're making Sarah's the good Sarah comes out of this, like being the baby face. But remember when Chris Van Vliet said it, if you see things through Triple H's eyes, was he really the bad guy? Right, exactly. Was was Johnny the bad guy or was he just playing the game? That's what I think. He, the, I mean, the level that he plays that game, uh, I don't think there's enough appreciation for how great of a character he is just in pop culture Mm lore. Like for someone to dedicate themselves so much to 
that just that show mm-hmm. and that craft and be able to literally just put the show on his back for years where they could just put him into anything and it's like okay bananas he's is here gonna, you know he's- and he just and he performs every single time and you think they want to get rid of him you know and, and right away but just doesn't happen he's just bananas he's the king of the challenge that show has really given us a lot of good a lot of good heels through history it has like i think i'm thinking oh we're good anti-heroes too like cts you know like the seat like the cool anti-hero like wes a little bit wes, you know, he, he's, yep. he's interesting wes. you know wes. I, I remember more of the old, older ones you know i remember like the uh the miz and coral would always be the allies or they wouldn't and you know they just went back well yeah because coral was like you're just a dumb idiot from ohio like you've never even seen you know anybody that's not you know that doesn't look like you like i remembered that like mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Coral, yeah, Coral and Mike is probably one of the first feuds I remember. Yeah. Like, they were together in reality. Were, TV. They were, it, it was, yeah, it was so you couldn't take your eyes off the storyline they had going. Right, and the fact, but, but I mean, listen, the Miz is on fire. By the way, if we want to just get into a little wrestling right now, like it just shows the show, man. Great. I want to talk about heels. I mean. Will we ever be able to appreciate him truly for how great he is? No, we won't. We won't because I think. It just he'll always be known as the reality star, and he'll and people just think like, oh, because you don't do, you know, this, this, that, and the other, and you don't worship, you know, pro wrestling in other countries. You're not a, you're not a real pro wrestler. But he can to, to me, to me, the majority, like 95, 99 percent of wrestlers out there. I would like, like, and we've said before, he's a top five promo in the business when given the mic. Like, he just does not screw up. You could even see him when he's against LA Knight. Like, LA Knight, as good as he is, he fumbles a little bit from time to time. Miz don't fumble. No. He don't. Like, he just does not fumble. And I would say, like, you know the way Austin always talks about, like, dialing yourself up to 11 and that's the best version of you? Well, why? when are people going to start realizing about The Miz? That The Miz was a reality TV star. And guess what? His character is literally a reality TV star that has hit some Hollywood, seen some success. And now he's got, like, one of the hottest wives ever of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, married man here, but I'm just saying. It's objectively. Uh, yes. My wife's looked at Marie. She was a great. Um, but... I don't think we'll ever appreciate his heel work. And I don't think we'll, and he'll never get that full appreciated, but I guess that's part of his character. I do feel bad for him. I mean, he's baller ass rich. He's never had to worry about anything. He's a made man. He is Teflon. He's a hall of famer, undeniable, but it's just interesting how like, for some reason, people just won't always give him his roses. They won't, they won't. And I don't think we will until he's gone and realize how great he was, has been in role for 20, I've almost 20 years now. I mean, just go. It's the epitome of it. Just listening to that talking smack promo we cut on da- on with, with Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan at the time. We cut on him, and that was you could tell. I mean, I know we always do like the it's a work or a shoot, and like it, that was that was the tr- everything he said was was true. And he was just like, you know, no one no one gives a shit about me, but I've been here every single day. I never have been hurt. I don't because I don't do wrestling dumb ways. I still make people care. This that and you know, the Miz kind of oh, I mean, I'm Jake. Not I'm even that promo, but like it's it not even that though. It's like everything he said about Brian ended up being true. Like even Daniel Bryan, who I love, like he's the man. Like I'm not saying that he's the man. He could cut a promo. He's he could, he's one of the best heels too. When he's a heel, he's a prick, dude. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this about Daniel Bryan is that like Miz was like, yo, like, he does get hurt. He's gotten hurt. He puts himself in harm's way. But that's also what he had to do. Yeah. But guess what? The Miz didn't have to do it. The Miz, the Miz learned. He's like, all these people hate me 
for no other reason than of who I just am. So he leaned into it and then he became one of the best promos in the business. Mm -hmm. He became one of WWE's core guys to go to for literally anything. He has said no to nothing Mm -hmm. in his career. He is the absolute man. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. And it just, you know, I guess it doesn't suck that he doesn't get his roses because I guess it just, that's the chip he needs on his shoulder constantly, mm-hmm. you know? And you know what? You know what I love about him? Listen, I know I'm going to go on a little ramble, but I'm a big Miz guy. Is that when, even when, even when like LA Knight fumbled some of those words there, he didn't tear him down. No. Like he could have called that out, but he didn't because he knows, he knows. He, he gets it. He's very smart. And also, he he understands what promos are. If somebody fumbles a little bit in a promo, I mean that just they're just speaking normally, and and that's also yeah. low hanging fruit type stuff. It's like oh, I'm gonna make fun of the way you talk because you maybe stuttered or you said the wrong you said the wrong thing. That's that's just lame. That's personally the last thing I'd want as a performer because then I'm just be paranoid that I'm gonna stumble. Like instead yeah, of just like saying or or instead of just like not connecting with the audience. You know? Lame lame thing to say to try to get over on somebody. All right. We're going into the last category for best heel turns. This one's in society in general. And I'm really excited to see what Ben has to say here because I have no idea where any of us are going to go. So, I know where I'm going to go. So I'm, but I'm, I'm, you're going first, right? Uh, yeah, it's me for me first. I'm, 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 doing, I'm probably in the, the greatest heel turn of all time. If this happened, now I don't know because I'm not a religious guy at all. I'm not very biblical. However, this wouldn't be the greatest heel turn in society if we didn't talk about the greatest heel turn of all time. This guy traded in the most prolific human being on the planet of all time, of all time in history, for 30 pieces of silver. I'm going with Judas turning up yep. Jesus Christ in whatever year it might have been for 30 pieces of silver. He wanted to be the richest man in Jerusalem and so he took the money and he gave up Jesus. And Jesus looked him right in the eyes and said, I know it was you. You son of a bitch. I know it was you. And then Judas looked right at Jesus. And I am a Catholic, dude. I was a I'm a division one altar server. I my whole family was in was in church back in the day, but i I went to Catholic school my whole life. But I'll say to you, Judas was the million dollar man mm-hmm. of That's back right, in the day. Yeah. That's what he's like. Everybody, he's like, hey, Jesus, everybody's got everybody's a price. Everybody's got a price. And that's what happened, man. Yeah. That's what happened. I mean, and then also then, then you know, Judas comes out with a great song, you know, shout out Jericho. Shout out Jericho. You know, yep. so, you know, I Judas came back me. all all of these years and gave us one of the best theme songs, you know, that we've heard in the modern era, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I got to agree there. I mean, it's probably the greatest heel turn of all time. Literally set up an entire religion. You really can't debate that. Really um, I mean, and the fact that Ben's admittedly not a religious person and he's saying this is it, you got to be taking it seriously. Then. Casual um, paying attention. Yeah, the casual. The casuals casual. are paying attention. And then you got the diehards like myself, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm rocking communion. You know, I'm going to church. I went to church every Saturday and, and, you know, Sundays too, you know, back in the day with my family. So, um, yeah, Judas Judas. is the, you know, the best. Probably. He said, start a religion. So my, my societal heel turn is it's crazy that we've had the conversation we've had that you brought up Johnny Bananas, that I've brought up the Miz because my heel turn is on MTV. Okay. Because MTV, I don't remember 
a more a bigger like just stalwart in growing up than music television mtv was so awesome in giving us actual music mm -hmm. the videos the characters the series it was ingrained into society mm -hmm. trl launching the bad the, the 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 boy bands britney christina that's not mtv but i'm hanging up um britney <laughs> christina everybody okay and then they heel turned on us and they just turn out other than the challenge and the ridiculousness, ridiculousness. Oh. the most the most dog shit programming <laughs> in the history of earth mtv used to be so good and i don't know what the hell is going on over there but it's not good man. no it's not good like bring where's the music and I see music and I understand times have changed and I understand like, you know, things are different and the way people consume music videos is different, but they don't even try, brother. Oh. Like, I'll go online, I'll look up a show and I'll be like, this show had a music video and there's just no one putting it in front of my face. I don't see anything. Where has MTV gone? What, what made them say? We're going to do everything else but music. And we're not even going to do something even remotely mm -hmm. close to music. We're going to give you Teen Mom. They gave us Teen Mom. Music oh. television gave us Teen Mom. It makes no sense. It's the biggest heel turn in the history of society. And I think it's the reason why Gen Z are just a bunch of idiots. Well, what a pro what a promo. That's up for promo on a podcast of the year for, uh, for old Mickey here. So... No, I agree. I agree. I mean, you said everything. I don't even need to add to it, but MTV was great. It used to it used to be great. And they just got lazy. Just lazy. Absolute just lazy. Every now and then on Twitter, it like goes a little viral of like the MTV schedule. Like it's not up there every day, but it's like, what is it like 16 hours of ridiculousness now of in, throughout the day? I mean, dude, like, and I'm not ridiculousness is one of the best shows. Like shout out Roger. Like it's awesome. But like they literally just ran it all day. Like they didn't oh, even like, stop. they weren't even trying to hide the fact that they weren't trying. They were like, we're going to run ridiculous like seven days a week and you're just going to deal with oh, it. MTV oh, music oh, oh, yes. I don't get it. No, it's, it sucks. It was once a great, once a great station, obviously I remember coming home, watching TRL all the time. The times have changed, but I really think it still could, still could draw a number, but hey, what do you, what do I know? I would love to be introduced to new music through music videos. Me too. Maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm dated. Maybe I just am not with the times. But for me, the anticipation of like a music video can still be something that's pretty big. It's just like the trailer of a movie. Absolutely. Like, hey, like, look at look at like, you know, obviously there's there's a big there's a big um, tour coming up and everything like that, whatever. And like with, uh, you know, Green Day, Rancid yep. and all of them, they're releasing new music like. I wish we had some more music videos. I know those guys are all aging, but I mean, man, we remember like the iconic music videos, like obviously like real Slim Shady. You know. Well, well, if you if you go back like Tonight Tonight versus Alanis Morissette's I, yeah. I, ironic, like the, the countdown, the New yeah. Year's Eve countdown, they went from 100 to one. And it was like so anticipated. What's going to be the number one song of the year? Is it going to be Jamiroquai? Is it going to be one of the, uh, you know, or where was your favorite artist? 
Like I used to care. I remember I think one year, I think Green Days, I think like when I come around I was like 14. I was like, what the hell? 14? Come on, at least top five. You know? I don't not know. Not a Green Day, not a Green Day fan. I'm not a green, I'm not oh. a new day green fan. I think I think old stuff Green Day is great. I think right now that I, I don't like them at all. I don't I just yeah. not my vibe. I, I did just like what the what the context of what they're talking about. Like I just like I don't need this. Yeah. This is just mm-hmm. this is you know why are we talk every, everything is political. Everything. I'm like, I don't that's not why I listen to music, man. Like there's so many other topics to talk about. There's enough being thrown in our face. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. But you throw Dookie in front of me and you know they're doing that live. They're one of the best live bands there is. Oh, I never saw them live. I'll take your word for it. They're great live. They are they they sound exactly like the track, is what right. I'll say. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to see them City Field next year. Well, I'm actually going to see Creed next year. I already got my tickets. Well, I would love this. You, you're, you, you seeing Creed is probably oh. the least is probably the the least surprising thing I've ever heard. I want everyone show. to know this that I was a Creed guy before being a Creed guy it was cool. I don't doubt like, that. I, think I, you're was, the I was Cuban guy. play. I was weathered. I was listening to that in the late '90s. So all these like now all of a sudden it's getting a little resurgence, like how Africa did a few years ago. Right. Like, oh, I just found Africa. Now Africa's the cool song. You know, Nickelback, Creed's now becoming that this year, where all of a sudden everyone likes Creed again. Now I love it for the boys. Now I want them to get paid, you know, fill those pockets. But you know, I'm I'm gonna be a little hipster gatekeeper Creed fan. That's that's stop with this. Like, I've been a Creed fan forever. I've been a Creed fan forever. Me. What? <laughs> What just happened? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> well, wow, wow. There was just an effect on. Uh, as soon as he said, "I'm gonna be a Creed fan forever," I just got fireworks. If you guys are listening, Ben, Ben literally had a firework effect go off in Zoom. <laughs> if I could plug that in, I'll plug that in, oh, um, so you guys can see it. Uh, but that's our list. Uh, for the best heel turns we've seen. We hope you enjoyed this conversation we had. If you have a best heel turn or a worst heel turn or any type of heel turn within the categories in which we listed, please drop it below in the comments. If anything, um, give us a like, give us a, give us a listen, download, subscribe, all that stuff. But Ben, you have anything else to say to these marks? Nothing else, but keep it positive, keep it trucking, and keep the shades on because the sun never sets on a cool guy. Later, Marks. <laughs>